a very good day to you. My name is Apostle Timmy Evans, the Senior Pastor of Grace Grand Christian Center, Accra, Ghana. You have come to the hub of spiritual upliftment, where your spirit and your soul will be lifted with undiluted word of God and spirit-filled worship. Continue to listen to enjoy today's episode. is in you, patient of days. We thank you for the wisdom, for the grace and privilege that you have given us and the light you have shown on us in this new day. Be thou exalted in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask you to pour out your grace, to pour out your spirit upon us and frustrate every works of darkness in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Help us to shine our light into the world through the power of your word. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Lift up your voice and begin to bless the name of the Lord this morning for the grace and the privilege he has given unto us and for the light he has shown on our part appreciating for frustrating the works of darkness in your family and frustrating the works of darkness in your life give him all the glory say father i bless you father i honor you father i give you all the glory father i give you all the praises there is no one like you you are bigger than the biggest you are greater than the greatest take all the glory in the name of jesus we give you all the glory. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Declare upon yourself this morning that this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it in the name of Jesus. The power of God will frustrate every manipulation of the enemy. Every manifestation of the wicked in my life shall be frustrated in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. I want you to declare with me this morning. Declare with me this morning. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I confess all the sins and iniquities of my father's house of my ancestors in the name of Jesus I confess the sin of violence against women against twins by my ancestors I confess the sin of rejection of God I confess the sin of corruption by my ancestors I confess the sin of idolatry. I confess the sin of robbery, the sin of suspicion, the sin of injustice, the sin of bitterness. I confess the sin of bloody riot. I confess the sin of rebellion. In the name of Jesus. On behalf of my forefathers, on behalf of my nation, 
behalf of my family, on behalf of myself, I confess the sin of conspiracy. I confess the sin of shedding of innocent blood. I confess the sin of tribal conflicts. I confess the sin of child kidnapping. And I confess the sin of murder. I confess the sin of occultism. I confess the sin of mismanagement. I confess the sin of negligence. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I decree and I declare that if all these sins have opened the door of oppression for the devil in my life, I bring myself to the altar where I can receive forgiveness. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Lastly, you will declare, say, every force of darkness, all forces of darkness that is rising against me as a result of the sins of my forefathers, I defeat them by the blood of Jesus. I defeat them by the blood of Jesus. Every forces of darkness that is rising against me as a result of my father's sin, as a result of the sins of my forefathers, I receive forgiveness and I put down all this altar that is rising against me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Tell yourself the Lord will do a new thing in my life. The Lord will do a new thing in my life. Say it again. The Lord will do a new thing in my life. The Lord will do a new thing in the life of my family. The Lord will do a new thing in my generation. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Jesus' name we have prayed. Open your Bible with me to the book of Isaiah chapter 49, verse 19. Isaiah 49, verse number 19. We are reading the King James Version. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. This is the promise of God for you today. And I am here to announce it to you. That you are, as you are stepping out into this day, the Lord is making a way for you in the wilderness. The Lord is causing water to come out of the desert for you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You know, sometimes we put our hope in people. We put our heart expecting something from people. We get disappointed. The only 
person who cannot disappoint us is God. He is the only one that can say, I am that I am. There is no man on earth who can say, I am that I am. What does I am that I am mean? It simply means that I am the one that speaks and keeps my word. I am the one that has the audacity to make promise that I can fulfill. There is no promise that I make that I will not fulfill because I have power to give everything. That is God. There is no human being on earth who have the power to give you anything. We find ourselves in situations where people promised us something and last minute they disappointed us. It is devastating, but God is not like that. What does wilderness mean? When we come into our present day, wilderness is a place that there is no hope for fruitfulness. A barren woman can be likened to a wilderness. A young man who has no money, a young woman who has no money can be likened to a wilderness. How can you have money if you don't have a job? It's not possible. A young man, a young woman who does not have a job can be likened to a wilderness. Anyone that is not living their life to the fullest can be likened to a wilderness because a wilderness is an abandoned thick forest filled with a lot of dangerous crippling and terrible animals blood thirsty and flesh eating animals a wilderness is a place of darkness it's a place of silence it's a place of loneliness anyone who finds himself in a situation of loneliness is in the wilderness of life Abandonment is a wilderness. Divorce is a wilderness. Death of loved ones is a wilderness. Because any of these events leaves us devastated. Getting retrenched from your place of work is a, is a wilderness. Knocking one particular door for a very long time and nobody seems to hear your voice and open the door for you is a wilderness. Anything that is outside the comfort of your life is a wilderness. But what is the promise of God about this wilderness that we find in our life? He said, I will make a way in those wilderness. God is telling me to tell you this morning that irrespective of the thickness of the darkness that you are going through, He's still going to make a way for you. He's still going to make a way for you. He made a way in the wilderness for the people of Israel. He brought out water from the rock for them. He rained down manna from heaven to them. We don't talk much about the manna that God sent from heaven 
which demonstrated the level of love that God has for his people, for God to send food to his people in the wilderness. There is no water in the wilderness. But God sent water into that wilderness for his people. It shows us the level of love that God has for us. The level of love that God has for his people. And he's not going to leave you in this wilderness that you find yourself. This situation in your life that looks like wilderness, God is not leaving you. And this is my prayer today. As a servant of the Lord, I'm sending words out on your behalf that every situation that looks like a wilderness in your life, God is bringing you out in the mighty name of Jesus. How do you overcome a wilderness in your life? One thing that is important if we must skate through every wilderness we find ourselves is the ability to keep going ability to not lose hope to not lose faith to keep trusting in the lord and as we are trusting in the lord we are setting up structures that will keep us permanently away from the wilderness is it one wisdom i want to share today is majority of us we don't We don't pay attention to our wilderness. We don't pay attention to the journey. We pay extra attention to the pains, the hurt that we go through. We never pay attention to the journey itself, the process itself, the lessons that are inside the journey itself. That is why we keep moving out of one wilderness into another wilderness. So as we go through situations life. Yesterday I spoke about the need for us to set up structures. No man has fully prayed himself out of poverty without following a structure, without setting up a structure. As you are praying, God is giving you wisdom to identify key elements in your journey and convert them to a structure that will sustain you. Your man was praying for financial breakthrough and somebody blessed him with $8,000. And he blew it up. He blew that $8,000 up on frivolities. Blew it up on vanities. At the end of the day, you see, money does not have the ability to stay permanent. Money in itself doesn't have the ability to stay permanent in a man's life. Money is like a bed. It flies to your side today, it flies away. Because as long as you are spending the money, it will continue to go. Now you need to be able to put up a structure that way sort of reinvest that money to make more money for you. You see that? You put it in a business, in a physical business that is generating additional funds for you or you buy stocks or you go into farming or something that brings more money. So if you have money, you are spending it, you are paying your bills, you are doing every other things that you are doing you are spending the money at the end of the day the money will finish when it finishes 
you now go back to the same wilderness you, were, you prayed against. So when we prayed for when we pray for something, and God answers that prayer, God expects us to be able to set up structures by ourselves that will keep us away from that same wilderness that we find ourselves. It is very important for us to know that God has the ability to remove us from any form of wilderness we may find ourselves. But the question people keep asking me is that, Pastor, why do I keep finding myself in the same problem? Why do I keep finding myself? Why, why, Why do I feel like my life is just moving in a circle? The devil is at work. Sometimes the devil is not at work. Sometimes we are the one who is at work. Because we have waited for this relief to come. Waited for this relief to come. And eventually that relief came. And we're so excited that the relief has come, that the prayers have been answered. Immediately we'll get into that realm of excitement. We forget all the pains we have been through. And we want to just enjoy the moment. That is why somebody who does not have a stable salary doesn't have a stable salary that will give you at least $4,000 every month We think of planning a trip to Dubai. You don't have a stable income. No, st- no, no business. The business you are doing cannot make you more than $50 in a week. There is no help coming to you from anywhere. Suddenly, God answers your prayers and you receive a help from somewhere or you suddenly hit a contract and you made a lot of money. And the next thing you are thinking about is how to plan a trip to Dubai. Yes, sometimes we need to enjoy the luxury. We have the temptation to show off. And that is why many people are still in their wilderness. They keep coming out of the wilderness and they keep returning to a bigger wilderness. God has the ability to change your story. But when God visited you, what did he do? What did you do with with your visitation? That is very important. I've been talking about this since Sunday. I started talking about it in church. And by God's grace, I'm going to talk about it throughout this week. We are talking about setting up structures for ourselves. That structures will make us to stay far away from repeated problems. And poverty is my thing. Poverty cannot be solved by prayer alone. Poverty cannot be solved by prayer alone. As you pray, you must also seek God for wisdom to set up a structure that will change your story, that will give you consistency, that will give you constant flow of grace, constant flow of income. Oh, the Lord will make a way for me in the wilderness. And you prayed and God made a way for you in the wilderness. And the next thing you are thinking about is how to take your friends to party. 
or go and buy some expensive dress, some expensive items. Oh, people are using Brazilian hair, so I need to I need to use bone straight. I need to belong. There are a lot of people that want to just belong, and that trying to belong has kept them in perpetual poverty, perpetual lack. Who are you impressing? Nobody is impressed about you. You are only sparking competitions. No one is impressed. If they come and tell you this, tell you that, they are lying to you. I'm not saying don't go on holidays. I'm not saying don't enjoy yourself. If you have the resources to do that, please do enjoy yourself. There is nothing wrong in enjoying yourself. That is if you have the resources and you already have a structure that will keep that resources flowing into your life. Go ahead and enjoy. You see the like of Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, top rich men in the world. Even we have top rich men of God, Papa Oyedepo. The man switched to only white suit and red tie. And people ask him, say, Papa, why do you always wear white suit and red tie? He said, it is easy to maintain. It is very easy to maintain. White suit, red tie. Let me just wear my white and my red tie. I have a lot of them. So, these dresses are easy to maintain. So, let people identify me with what I wear. So that they will not be counting, they will not be looking for me. Oh, which dress is he going to wear today? Or I'll be warning myself, oh, which dress am I going to wear today? And these are rich men of God. These are people who have amassed wealth for themselves. You think people like Papa Oedipo just prayed for breakthrough? They didn't just pray for breakthrough. They prayed for breakthrough and they also set up structures. They set up structures. They took steps that will advance their life. This wisdom is for all of us so that we can permanently remove ourselves from that wilderness. God has the ability to remove us from the wilderness, but there are times that we will also need to take actions ourselves. See, I will bring water for you out of the desert. As a Christian, our total dependence is on God. But when God opens the door for us, we must also strive to maintain the blessing that God has given to us. Try and maintain the relationship that God has brought into your life that is advancing your life. Don't be too selfish. Don't be too too demanding. Enjoy and maintain that relationship. Every opportunity that God gives to you, maintain it to keep yourself going. Somebody told me that, oh, he got a job and the job, they are not offering him the salary that he wants. And this is somebody who have stayed home that stayed in the house for more than f- four years. He finally got a job and he said, oh, because they didn't offer him the salary that he desired, so he's dropping the job. 
he's not going to take the job. So I pull his ears and say, Okay, what's wrong with you? In this job, though the salary is small, yes, I agree with you. But in this job, you can gain experience, you can meet people that will transform your life. He listens, he listened, and then within the space of one year, his life was transformed. We need to understand that sometimes most of the blessings that we are praying for will come in ugly packages. God will still test us with contentment. Set up a structure for yourself. Don't just sit down every day expecting people to help you out. When they help you out, don't consume it. Don't use it to eat food. Set up a small business. Some years back, I gave somebody just uh, 20 Ghana CDs, 2009. And this woman started selling used clothes with that 20 Ghana CDs. She moves from house to house as of today. She's still doing that business, but she's not doing it in a big way. I'm not saying that it's the 20 CD that I gave her that helped her boom a business. But I believe that when she started that business, other people began to see reason to help her. Sometimes we may not receive the kind of help that we need in life until people see that you, you, are, you are trying to flap your wings. You are trying to flap your wings. You are trying to fly. So when they see that ah, this man, this young lady is trying to fly, she's really trying and they are paying attention to, to you. They may not help you immediately. They may not call you and praise you immediately for the effort you are making, but they are seeing everything you are doing. They are seeing how you are hustling. You are, they are seeing how you are trying. You are praying. You are selling stuff. There, there is nothing in this world that you cannot sell. They are watching you and one day, God will just minister to them. That is structure that you have set for yourself. God will just minister to somebody. Like this woman that is always trying, this man that is always trying, help him out. That is the structure. Nobody helps a dream. Nobody helps a dream. If, it's not, if it does not benefit them. And sometimes, real help comes to you when people can see that you are making effort and that is that effort you are making is your own structure your willingness to get out of that wilderness your willingness to fight your way out of that desert is what will attract the help of heaven is what will attract the help of God and this is what will attract the help of men a young man went to a crusade he was a blind man and they were praying for blind to see. And factually, all the blinds around him, their eyes were opened. His eyes wasn't opened. Then somebody called him and asked him, Bro, why are you not concentrating this prayer? Don't you see that God is doing miracle? He answered the person, Did I tell you I need miracle? I didn't tell you I want my eyes open. I don't want my eyes open. Why? He said, if my eyes is opened, I will not be able to make money again because I'm making money with these eyes. Look at the mentality. Another young man went to 
<laughs> that's another story that my spiritual father told me. They went to fish in the river. And he caught a big fish, very big fish. And then he looked at the fish, say, Oh, this fish is too big, it's bigger than my pot in the house. I don't have a big pot. Then he threw the fish back into the sea. People ask him, why didn't you say, I don't have a big pot to cook that kind of big fish. And he went there, catch small fish and went home. That is the mentality of so many of us. Though you are praying for breakthrough, you are praying for open doors, you are praying for the God to bring water out of your desert, you are praying for the wilderness to go away. But if somebody asks you now, let's say I ask you now, my sister, if somebody bless you with a $10,000, what are you going to do with it? Many of us will not know what to do with that money. Majority will not know what to do with that money. Ah, <laughs> I will first of all go and buy iPhone. Mm, I need iPhone 13. I see a lot of young ladies today who does not even have any future. Forgive me. Their father cannot even afford techno. Forgive me. Young ladies that your father cannot even afford techno. You are putting a pressure. You are putting pressure on a young man who God brought into your life to be your helper, to buy you iPhone 13. iPhone 13 for what? Because you are going to use iPhone 13 to call heaven or what? You call heaven and money will rain down for you. Why not convince the young man to give you the money that you wanted to use to buy that iPhone 13 for you? That money can change your life. Somebody that your father cannot buy techno or Infinix phone and you are forcing another man and you are killing him, you are fighting him because he has not bought your iPhone 13. Now you are waiting for iPhone 14, sir, so that you can show your friends that I'm also using iPhone, iPhone 13. We lack structures and that is why the blessing we are praying for is not coming. Some people may get offended with me with this, but I'm spilling out the truth. Why not convince the young man? Oh, darling, sweetheart, baby, whatever you call yourself, that iPhone 13 you want to buy for me, please give me the money. I know somewhere where I can buy it myself. And then collect that iPhone 13 money. Go and buy hair. Buy perfume. Buy things that ladies buy to flex themselves on social media. Resell it for them. By the time the young man sees what you are doing with the money, tell me if he's not going to marry you. Because he now knows, he can now see that, oh, this young lady is not just a modern day lady. This is a woman to keep. This person, she will help me manage my money well. He sees that you are struggling and you are selling. Do you know the money you use to buy iPhone 13 can set you up for life? 
So if you are listening to me today and in your head, your dream is to own iPhone 13, iPhone 12, iPhone 50. Forget about it. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong owning iPhone 13. If you need it as a tool, you need it as a tool. Because there are many of us who uses these gadgets because not because we want to flex or because we want to shack up that that's how my people say it we want to show ourselves where we want to use it because it is a tool content creators who are using iphone 13 iphone 11 to shoot their content because majority of us cannot afford professional cameras professional cameras ranges from seven thousand dollars higher than that if you want to really do a very good video for your youtube channel or for your facebook channel for your instagram channel so having those iphones will help you have enhanced pictures that will attract the attention because that's the standard these days if you go and shoot some yamayama video that people are watching and their eyes is paining them nobody will watch your video and you will not make anything on youtube you will not make anything on instagram nobody will give you advertisement to advertise for them so if the reason why you are getting the expensive phone is to boost your content creating business or your business is a different thing but if you just want to get it to flex yourself you lack structure and that is why many people are still in their wilderness because we have a lot of hungry people with iPhone 13. They are eating Gary, but they have iPhone 13. That will not be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. If you are using it as a tool, it's a different thing. It's a different thing. So every opportunity that God brings our way, He wants to heal us, He wants to restore us, He has the ability to bring us out of that wilderness but when god brings you out of a wilderness ensure you don't go back to that wilderness going back to that wilderness sometimes it might be hard to get out may god help us in jesus name i commit you into the hands of the lord and i pray that decisions that you will make that will advance your life that wisdom is being given to you in the mighty name of jesus god bless you Thanks for listening to today's message. Please share with your family and friends. Follow me on Instagram at at underscore Evans. I'm also on TikTok at at underscore Evans. I'm on YouTube at at Evans Missions. See you in the next episode.